Hey, welcome back to Conversations with Paul Nielsen. Thanks for joining me again. I, I really do appreciate it. Thanks for listening in again. Um, if this is the first time you've listened, thank you so much for uh, giving me a shot and listening in and, and uh, allowing me to have this conversation with you. Um, it's always very nice to have somebody listen for the very first time. Um, I'd love to have some feedback. I mean, you can go to our Facebook page, the Conversations with Paul Nielsen Facebook page, um, leave me a comment, some suggestions, what you liked about it, you know, what you didn't like about it. Um, if you're new also, I mean, wherever you're listening to the podcast, go ahead and subscribe to it and leave a rating and, and a comment. Let me know that way as well. I mean, I always love a good, good amount of feedback as far as what, what you enjoy and what hot. So, I mean, definitely go ahead and, and do stuff like that for me as well. It is amazing to have you with me though. And I really do appreciate it. I want to talk about candy bars today. Candy bars. I, I know it's kind of like a, a weird subject and a weird start off to a to a, to a podcast. But candy bars. I mean, is there anything else that really? I mean, there are other things that bring us all together. But food and candy. I mean, we've all got fond memories of of some sort of candy, right? And uh, it's it's one of those things. I mean, are you a Reese's guy? Do you like the Reese's peanut butter cups or the? I mean, I like the Reese's sticks. It's kind of the peanut butter wafer bars that they've got. It's fantastic. That's probably one of my favorites, like Reese's things. Now, side note, do not ever eat a Reese's candy bar around somebody named Reese because it's spelled R-E-E-C-E apostrophe S, right? And that apostrophe S denotes ownership. So if you're eating it around somebody that is named Reese, then honestly... They can come take it because they then own that candy bar. It doesn't have a last name on it or anything, so you don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just be careful about eating your Reese's around somebody that's named Reese. They can, they can commandeer that, uh, that candy bar. But, I mean, there's that classic peanut butter cup that Reese's makes. It's just fantastic, fantastic. Or, I mean, or do you like Snickers bars? You know, the, the caramel and the peanuts and the, and the chocolate and things. It's, that's, a, that's a classic one, too. Here's a here's a really good question. Do you like M&M's or Reese's Pieces? Which ones do you like? See, I like, if I'm going with M&M's, I've got to do the peanut M&M's. Those are the, the best ones out there. Reese's Pieces, though, fantastic. Uh, there's nothing better than Reese's Pieces, honestly. If you're doing something like that, they're just the peanut butter candy shell chocolate things. It's just amazing. I, I think those are even better than the peanut M&M's or the, the not the peanut M&M's, the peanut butter M&M's. And I do like the peanut butter M&M's. They're, they're really, really good. In fact, those are my two favorites, the peanuts and the peanut butter M&M's. Um, but one of my like classic go-tos, for me anyway, is an Almond Joy. An Almond Joy. I mean, it's coconut. It's chocolate. It's a whole almond. Oh, so good. So good. And I wonder, I, I, I kind of think about who was the first person that ate a coconut? How did they get into the actual coconut? Did, I mean, did it actually fall and, um, and break open? Because those things are tough. They're, they're really, really tough. Did they try eating the husk first and then they got it open and ate the white meat? And were, did they, were they able to drink the, the, the coconut milk that's in there or the water that's in there? I mean, it's just weird things that I think about um, with something like that. How did, how did one discover that you can eat the inside of a coconut? I'm sure there was some logical way that they figured it out, but I don't know what that is. But it'd be interesting to, to find out. Maybe I'll look that up after this podcast. Um, 
But uh, the reason why I bring it up is uh, uh, an experience I had with my with my son. And uh, before I go into that, I want to kind of preface it with uh, with like a, a childhood tradition that I had with my parents. Every time my parents would get paid, every week when they got paid on Friday, um, we would go out to dinner. We'd go out to dinner, and, and sometimes it'd be a sit-down restaurant. Sometimes it would be fast food. But it was one of those things that was always special, you know, that we didn't have to cook at home, and it was something that we kind of looked forward to, or at least I looked forward to it. Um, and sometimes it was just, you know, going to Taco Bell, you know, whatever it might have been. But it was, it was always something that was special to, to look forward to. So I've tried to do that with my kids. When I get paid, we, we go out to dinner. And sometimes it's a sit-down restaurant. Sometimes it's fast food. But it is something a little different and something special and something that they can kind of look forward to. And I don't know if they look forward to it or they think it's special or what have you. But I hope that they, they look back on it you know, later on when they're older and they see, well, that's something that my dad used to do um, when we were growing up. And they want to continue that, that tradition, if you will, um, with, with their kids if they choose to have kids. Or just when they are making money and they're, they've got their own job, that payday is uh, going out to dinner day. It's just something nice. Something nice for us to do. Because we all got to do things for us. And, and you know, something that kind of celebrates us and, and kind of a reward, I guess. In fact, I just took a, a day where I just went out and, uh, and spent the day with a good friend. And we just kind of did whatever we felt like, I mean, it wasn't anything massive or anything. Um, but it was something nice, you know, just to get out and do something a little different. And I know they, they really needed it. And it I, I, it's been a while since I've done it. I used to do it at least twice a month where I would leave my, my home and, and just spend the day out, you know, not have really a plan, but just go out and do something and to get me out of the house and, and really explore and learn what I like and what I don't like and, and, uh, learn have new experiences. It's, it's important that we do that. So this, uh, this particular Friday that, uh, we went to dinner, um, we went to this little place that's up the street from where I live. It's called the wingers and it's, it's not like a, a fancy place. It's not really, it's kind of like a, a casual dining place. Um, they've got some, they've got, obviously they've got chicken wings, but they've got like a, chicken fried steak and burgers and, and things along those lines. And, and for me, I'm a sucker for chicken fried steak. And they, they, the way they do it, instead of like the country gravy, they actually put queso on it, which I thought was interesting. I don't know that I would do it again. I, I, I miss the country, the, the country gravy because there's just something so good, so good about this sausagey, peppery, white country gravy. It is just so good. You know, whether you like to put it on biscuits, and I'm not a big biscuits and gravy thing, but but putting that on, honestly, on mashed potatoes is fantastic too. But putting it on a country fried steak, oh, it just makes it all all worth it. It's just so fantastic. It really is. So we, we sit down and we eat, and we come back out, out to the car. And earlier in the day, I, I was out running around doing errands, and I picked up an Almond Joy, right? And um, I ate it, I enjoyed it, I loved it because it's Almond Joy, and come on. And, and I know there might be some disagreements here, but Almond Joys are so good. They're just a simple, simple things. And, and honestly, some of the most 
greatest things in our lives are the, the most simplest things that, that we find, right? So we, we, we get back in the car, and the wrapper's still in my center console. My son jumps in the front seat. My daughter's in the back seat. And he looks down, and he looks at me. He goes, why do you get an Almond Joy? I said, because they're delicious, because I like them. Come on. Why wouldn't you like them? They're amazing. And he looks at me with the greatest of straightest, the straightest of faces that you can see a 14-year-old do. Just deadpan, right? Um, like totally disinterested, just straight-faced. And he says, yeah, I guess they're, they're good. But they're like, the, uh, they're like the, 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 the official candy bar of the single hot moms. Single moms that are hot. And I look at him and I go, what? Because, yeah, they're the official candy bars of the, of the single hot moms. Like, what are you talking about? One, why do you even know what a single hot mom is? And why are you even concerning yourself with a single hot mom? You're 14. That would not work out. That's not okay to even assume that and, and really have those type of thoughts. I mean, I mean, you can have those thoughts. But, I mean, come on. Let's be a little more respectful of, those, uh, of these people. I mean, these, these single moms, the, and I'm a single dad, but these single moms have it rough, man. Single parents have it rough. I mean, we're, we're trying to do things on our own. We may or may not have help. We're raising kids. We're making sure that the, the bills are paid, the rent's paid, the food's on the table, the, that we're keeping a steady job and, and hopefully have something else at the end of the paycheck to where we, we can save a little bit and maybe have a little nest egg, maybe save a little bit for, uh, for us to go on vacation with the kids or even just on vacation for ourselves. I mean, there's just so much. And, and honestly, I'm looking at them and I'm saying, listen, listen, I'm 45 years old. I'm 45. If an almond joy gets me the conversation and starts a conversation with one of these single moms, <laughs> then I'm going to do it. Because you know why? Because I, I deserve to have somebody in my life. I deserve to, to be able to have a woman and a partner here with me. And, and maybe an almond joy gives me a time where I can go ahead and, 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 and share something with them that I've gotten in common. And it opens up a conversation where I'm able to go ahead and say, hey, I like almond joys. Do you like almond joys? It looks like you like almond joys. You got like four of them and you must be a single hot mom, right? And, I, and I'm just buying one. Because I'm not a single hot mom. I'm a single dad. I wouldn't even say that I'm a single hot dad. I'm just a single dad. And if that gives me a little bit of a time where I can just sit and have a conversation and not be so awkward and not so be so you know self-conscious of myself where I can start talking about this almond joy and how wonderful they are and maybe morph that conversation into something a little bit more meaningful. And then I, then I am able to go ahead and hit it off and get a phone number or an email address or a way to contact this person. And maybe, just maybe... I'm able to go and start dating this person and it develops into something more serious and then, and then I can go ahead and have this relationship and then I get that happiness and I get that happiness of having somebody to sit on my couch with me to be able to just watch TV at the end of a long day. You know, we all want that, right? Or is it just me? I don't know. It could be a conversation starter. You know, you never know. It could happen, right? We could just go ahead and hit it off. All because of an almond joy. All because of a candy bar. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. I'm just, you know, wishful thinking. But then, but then thinking about this conversation that I had with him. Thinking about the, the big picture of this. 
and really putting it into, into thought and really deep thought, it dawned on me. Sometimes, sometimes being in line at a grocery store or a convenience store or at the bank or anywhere for that matter, at the, the, the fast food restaurant, the waitress that comes up and helps us at our restaurants. It seems as though lately that's really the biggest time that we have interaction with people. You know, this pandemic has really just kind of hit, hit us in all different ways, right? Everything is non-contact. Everything is not interpersonal anymore. I mean, for, for, for fuck's sake, I work from home. I have my groceries delivered through, through an app. I have, if I want fast food or I want uh, dinner from someplace because I don't want to cook that night, I can have Grubhub or Uber Eats or, or DoorDash or all these other places that will deliver food to me. I get all my other type of consumer goods that you can even imagine through Amazon. And we get upset when we can't have it the next day. And it's going to take two days or three days. And we say, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to go ahead and make sure that we're going to get one tomorrow. Or even the same day, depending on when we order it. Everything's digital. Everything is digital. Where's the relationships go? Where's the relationships that we can develop every day? You know, I, I occasionally will go out and drive Lyft. And I really started driving Lyft and because I wanted to get out. I'm an introvert by nature, but I've learned how to be extroverted. But I am an introvert. And during this whole pandemic, I had to get out. I had to have some sort of interpersonal connection with some, like a real person and not somebody through a computer screen, right? And, and so I started driving Lyft. I started having all these great experiences and learning people's stories. And it was wonderful. It was wonderful just to have somebody in my car for five minutes, maybe. Sometimes it's 20 minutes. And yeah, there was risks. But what I'm getting at here is we all strive to have some sort of interpersonal connection with people. And we've gotten away with that with this whole digital age. Our socialization, our dating, our, our food delivery, our, our work, everything is... Everything's remote. Everything's just there. It's instant, instant gratification. Like I said, we get upset when we order something from Amazon and it takes more than a day. I've literally looked at a product on Amazon and said, what, three days? I'm going to get here. It's going to get here in three. No, I'm not doing that. I don't need that that bad. I, but, I, but I want it tomorrow. <laughs> I don't want to wait. And I don't want to go to the store. So, I mean, you look for another product that can, that's similar that will allow us to have it the next day. So it really got me thinking, where do we get our interpersonal connections now? It's important that while we're sitting in the, in the line of the grocery store or we're sitting in the line of a convenience store at a fast food place, turn around. Talk to the person in front of you. Talk to the person behind you. You don't know what kind of day they're having. And maybe, just maybe, they're lonely. And they're getting out of the house for the first time in three weeks because they just couldn't take it anymore in their house. And they had to get out. And they, uh, they've got $10 in their, in their pocket. And they just, they just want to get a, a, a taco. And they're waiting in line. And maybe, maybe that's the person that you, you're the person that you, they get to talk to and they have that interpersonal communication. And you get a lighten their day and they lighten your day because you're actually having a conversation with them. So I guess really 
the whole point is, what are we doing to, to cultivate real relationships? What are we doing now to become human, to stay human, and not have everything done through just these, these apps? Our whole, whole thing is apps. I think it's important, and maybe we've lost a little bit of that touch where we want to do everything remotely and, and electronically. But I believe that there is value in, in having that communication and that, that touch, and, and maybe not so much touch, but that, that in-person thing. So yeah, next time you're at the grocery store, next time you're at the 7-Eleven, the convenience store, and you're picking up that Almond Joy, that Almond Joy just may may spark a relationship, a friendship, a new friend. So think about that next time you're at the store. Think about that as you're checking out. Smile at the, at the check cashier. Have a, a meaningful conversation with the people around you. And it can all really stem, and it may all stem from a simple almond joy. Until next time, be kind, be well. <laughs>